if you have a story you would like to hear featured on this podcast, please go to AsTheRavenDreams.com and click the button to submit your story. Also, if the platform you're listening on has the option to rate this podcast, please consider doing so. And thank you. Okay, so I've had some minor glitches before, and you can read about them from my profile if you're curious. It's always little stuff like seeing the cat outside whenever I remember letting him in. Don't worry, he's an indoor cat, he just sits in the sun when I'm outside too, or people in my life not being where they should be. This is one of those times. Some background. I live with my husband, our two sons, my best friend since freshman year of high school, 2001, I feel so old, and her two sons. We collectively parent the kids, and we consider ourselves to be one integrated family. DH is a casino dealer, and BFF is a wedding photographer, and I'm the stay-at-home mom and homeschool teacher. This incident was a few hours ago or so, so DH had already left for work, and BFF had a short wedding today, so she's been gone since this early afternoon. I was in the kitchen making dinner, and I heard her knock. Each adult has their own knock pattern because the kids wanted us to. And then I heard BFF's voice call, Hello? Her tone was partially in greeting and partially questioning. We have baby locks everywhere, so... I recognized that tone as meaning both, I'm home, and also I'm stuck in the laundry room, can you let me out? I called back, hey, how'd it go? But she didn't answer me. Usually the boys run to the door when a parent comes home, so I figured that she had her hands full, and they would give her a hand. But the boys didn't get up. Three of them were on devices in the living room, and the last one was in the kitchen with me. I sent him to go see if she needed some help, and he came back and said that he couldn't find her. After a few minutes, and another search, I realized I can just check the garage for her car, and it's gone. I call her, and she tells me that she hasn't been home since she left this afternoon. It starts to dawn on me, embarrassingly slowly, that none of the dogs started barking at the sound of her voice and then I remember how weird it was when the boys all ignored her, and also how the one in the kitchen looked confused when I asked him to go help. So, I asked them if they heard her come home, and they all said no. The one who'd been standing next to me in the kitchen said that I just started talking to nobody. Side note, I am tickled by the fact that not one child ever asked why we were looking for BFF. I start talking to thin air, and I asked them all to search the house for a parent they know is gone all day and isn't home yet. They were all just like, okay, and they started looking under beds and stuff. Not one thought to question it, and they thought that she might be under the bed. I love how delightfully weird my kids are. But for serious, I swear on my life that it was her voice. We were duet partners. And since then, 
I've spent 22 years listening to her voice. I was professionally trained for four years to specifically listen for her voice. I've heard that voice tell me secrets, and sad things, and happy things. Some things that I never thought anyone in the world would ever say. And she talks a lot. If there is a single voice in the universe that I am deeply attuned to, and could always reliably identify, regardless of context, it's hers. And I can't explain it. My husband, then boyfriend, Y, and I, F, were looking around for a place to live together sometime last December. This takes place in Japan. We needed a place between our jobs, which were on the opposite side of the prefecture that we lived in, unfortunately. The first place we looked at rejected us from buying because I was a foreigner, even though my boyfriend was Japanese. He was pretty livid, and I told him that it was normal, though not fair. We kept looking until we came upon an ad for a house to rent. Old, but somehow right. It really felt right to me. I loved it when I first saw the pictures. The area was really great too, and the price, and they were pet friendly, which is rare in Japan. How could it get any better? We were worried that we would be rejected again, but we were accepted happily. We signed on the day, and Y and I were so happy. It seemed perfect. After that first rejection, we had some thought that there could be some bad news, but everything worked out. We still lived in the house, and it's full of character, but something really strange happened that same day. We were on cloud nine, walking around the area going to the supermarket. When we entered, we started heading towards the escalator, and I heard a familiar noise. I'd worked at Starbucks and other cafes for several years in America, so I knew what I heard. The grinding of coffee beans. Then, I looked down to the floor below, and I saw THE Starbucks sign. There were customers waiting, too. I told why, and he looked and saw it himself. He even texted a friend about the Starbucks. That was the icing on the cake, to have my go-to cafe on the way to work. But I think you know the rest of the story. We came back to that supermarket, went looking for that Starbucks again after a hard day of moving in, but we only found a lemonade stand in its place. The sign was not the same. My husband isn't a believer of the supernatural, but even he was a bit boggled. He remembered it, and the message that he sent to his friend. We were so spooked. We laughed it off, maybe we had a glitch because we were so happy, but I'll never know. In addendum to the post, the shopping center is called Tokotoko and the lemonade stand that was in place of the Starbucks is a brand called Lemonica. It would be very difficult to tear down and replace the whole thing with another brand in just a week.
earlier this year, my husband went through a terrifying, life-threatening thing. And not to go into any details, but at the point of this story, he was still bedbound, and we were staying at my parents' house. Some relevant background, my parents' house is big. Two floors plus a rooftop apartment plus a basement. It's also pretty old, though, and needs something fixed every month or so. My dad is very old school, and he deals with people he likes even if they overcharge him. He's been using the same plumber for years, same electrician, same gardener, etc. This happened back in my home country of Jordan. The country is mostly Muslim, but my family is Christian. So, we wake up that day and the whole kitchen is flooded. My dad had recently gotten a new water filter installed, and it was giving them trouble since the beginning. My dad had to leave, but he called his water filter guy, which is hella specific, to come fix whatever is going on. Water filter guy said he'll be there in a couple of hours. About an hour later, the doorbell rings, and my brother opens the door. It's a man in a suit with a little briefcase. My bro thought it was one of the doctors for my husband, so he immediately invited him in. The man immediately corrects him, and says that he's not a doctor, that he's there for the water filter. My mom knows the water filter guy, and this isn't him, but she just assumes that the original guy just sent this guy ahead. So, my mom asks what he needs. I'm in and out this whole situation as I take care of my husband. So the man goes to the roof and looks at the water tanks, and he takes pictures. He came back down and sat in the kitchen with my mom, telling her what he thinks the issue is. The tanks need replacing. And how much they'll cost and all of that. So, my mom calls my dad and passes the phone to the man who gives my dad the rundown, and then my dad says he'll talk to his original guy about the price. The man starts arguing with my dad on the phone to the point that my dad basically yells at him and hangs up. At this point, my mom kind of apologetically asks him to leave, and that my dad will just talk to his boss because that's what he prefers. The man says, what boss? She tells him his name, and the man says he's never heard of that guy before in his life. Now my mom is freaking out. She asks who sent him, and he says nobody. So she asks him how much she owes him, so she can quickly get him out of the house. He says that he noticed the man in the hospital bed, and that his only payment is that he's going to ask God to heal him. Then he left, and that was it. My dad's actual guy showed up a little later and fixed the filter, but my mom and I were shook by the whole thing. We talked about it in detail for hours. We talked to my dad, and my dad's guy, and the nurse that was there that day, and my brother who opened the door, and none of us could figure out how this happened, or who he was. This man just showed up to check water filters on the same day the water filter burst, but didn't want any compensation. Nobody sent him. Like, how? It still bugs me. My mom thinks he's an afreet or demon, but I just don't know. I was going through a lot of the time, so 
my mind might not have been all there, but everyone else that experienced this... Just help. Any ideas? The OP did edits to add. My husband's doing much better, thankfully. He's about 90% recovered, and is still healing. Thank you for your kind words, everyone. I hope he has a speedy rest of his recovery, and I hope he's doing well. Hello. To give a bit of background, I bought my partner a bottle of a certain brand of gin, let's call it Brand X, for Christmas last year as a treat. It's a locally produced gin, and it is not cheap. We finished it last winter and we kept the bottle because it's a pretty bottle. It sat in the bookcase, a knackered old shelving unit by the front door until we moved. I remember picking up the bottle, shaking it, even though it was empty, hoping that there might actually still be gin in it, even though there was literally none. That spring, I bought some of those bottle stoppers with strings of LED lights in them, one of which would go into that bottle and the other would go into an old rum bottle. We moved houses that June. All the bottles in that shelving unit were packed into boxes, and when we got the keys to the new place, everything in those boxes was put into the cupboard by the sink. I remember taking the fancy bottle out and thinking, that was a good gin, I should buy some more. It went on to the shelf with the other spirits in the box. At several points during that summer, I remember looking for gin and finding the empty bottle in the cupboard. Usually there would be a cheap bottle of Tesco gin or something similar that would suffice, but it wasn't quite brand X. Just your average 14-pound bottle of London dry gin. Back to this evening, I decide to go raking in the cupboard because I fancy something spirit-based, and I see the brand X bottle. It looks like it has liquid in it. Haha, <laughs> if only, I thought. But I picked it up, and it still had something in it. Only about 150 milliliters or so, but still something. I asked my partner if he put water in the bottle for a laugh. No, I haven't touched it, he responded. I open the bottle and smell it. It smells exactly like Brand X gin. Excited, I get some tonic water out of the fridge and pour myself some gin and tonic. I'm not lying, it is definitely Brand X gin. The peppercorns are unmistakable. Neither of us can explain how it got there. Neither of us bought bottles of it in the meantime, and although the distillery is in our city, we didn't covertly refill our bottle at the distillery. It would have been ridiculous for such a small quantity. It was a real treat drinking the rest of the gin, but how the hell did it get there? To add a weird coincidence, my partner went through the kitchen at one after midnight, according to my radio-controlled watch, and he asked me if it was one after midnight. I wonder why he's asking, but it turns out that the clock on our oven is now correct. It's been wrong ever since we moved in, and I've never read how to fix it. I went through half an hour later, and it's still correct. Do Electrolux ovens sync with Antorn time signal? 
I've never heard of any that do that, but it wouldn't surprise me. But why did it take four months, though? And why tonight? Here's a little backstory so that the story makes more sense. When I was a young teenager, I listened to a metaphysical fantasy radio drama called The Fourth Tower of Inverness, written by Meatball Fulton. I highly recommend it, and you can find it on a website called ZBS Media. Intermixed in the story, Mr. Fulton would insert excerpts from the lectures of Baba Ram Dass, and in one of these clips, Ram Dass talked about the difference between a Satguru and an Upaguru. A Satguru is a formal teacher, often an enlightened master. An Upaguru can quite literally be any single isolated incident or an epiphany. Like an interaction with a person, an event you find significant, or even something you think is a mistake. Anything that gets you one or more steps further down your spiritual path. My young mind was fascinated by this idea, and I made this concept of the Upaguru a guiding principle in my life. I even named my short-lived comic strip after it. You can find them on Instagram by searching hashtag UpaMyGuru. I have synchronicities, or Upagurus, all the time. This one was so specific to me that it seemed... miraculous. In 2019, I was going through a financial catastrophe. I had lost my life savings to a bad investment two years before this, and lost my job at the same time. And I was at the point where I had sold everything I could find of value. I'd been barely scraping by for months. On this particular day, I didn't even have money to eat, and if rent wasn't paid the next day, eviction proceedings would have started. At that moment, I had no idea where the money would come from, so I decided to play a game on my phone to try to get my mind off of my problems. The game was one that I'd managed to wean myself off of a while ago. It's one of those play-for-free-but-you-have-to-spend-money-if-you-want-to-get-the-really-cool-stuff-in-the-games. In the game... You collected dragons. There are five rarities. Common, uncommon, rare, legendary, and divine. After the game loaded, an announcement appeared about a new event where you could win a super rare divine dragon. You had to buy tickets to redeem for chests that held random prize. I spent the ten free starting tickets they gave me all at once, without even caring if I won anything. Then... An announcement appeared saying that I had won the rarest prize, the Divine Dragon. And I had also won some gems, putting my total gems to 67, which is the year of my birth. I thought to myself, awesome, a divine synchronicity. But it wasn't over. Whenever this game gives out a new dragon, it assigns it a random four-letter name. The name of the Divine Dragon was Upa. I saw it as divine Upaguru with a synchronicity on top. Needless to say, the money to pay the rents miraculously came from an unlikely place. And from there, eventually things got better. This experience felt like the universe was telling me that everything was going to be fine. 
here are a couple of my more extreme glitch stories. I use them as examples in my book, The Dream That Dreams the Dreamer, where I try to explain what I believe this reality is. One night, I was up late, but that's normal for me because I'm a night person. I don't remember what I was doing, but I remember looking at the time, and that it was 4am, and I was hungry. I got up and went to make myself something to eat. There's a window next to the sink, and normally you can see all the way down the street from it. But not tonight. It was pitch black. I bet you're thinking, of course it is, it's four in the morning, but I'm not talking nighttime dark. It was black. The only way to describe it was like the blackness was pressing up against the glass. I started to attempt to see out. I live on a well-lit street. There's a streetlight right across the street from my building, in a three-story apartment complex that stretches to the right all the way down the block. All the sliding glass doors overlooking the street, and it also has a well-lit entrance. At the end of the block past the apartments is a controlled intersection with traffic lights, and more street lights. Beyond the intersection are more apartments. So there's no shortage of light sources outside my window, but all I could see was black. I would guess that I was looking out for most of a minute when I saw a small yellow light down the street past the intersection. It was somebody's apartment window. At that moment, all of the remaining lights that should be out there became visible simultaneously, but it wasn't instantaneous. It was like everything was on one dimmer switch, and somebody turned it from off to max very quickly. I'm still fascinated by this unique glitch. And a second glitch. I have a silver counter. It's, uh, it's in the shape of a ball, and it fits in the palm of my hand. You click it to advance the numbers, and businesses use them to count people in lines. I used it all the time, and I kept it on my nightstand. One day, I went to grab it, and it wasn't there. Checking carefully, I cleared everything off of my nightstand, onto my bed, and then put it all back. I then looked down around my nightstand for a second, and then looked back up to see it right in the middle of everything. This kind of thing has happened to me before, and I don't always get the items back, so... I was grateful to still have it. I start to use it, and I notice that the count was wrong. It now doesn't register some clicks. About 1 in 10. So, reality broke my counter. And to add an exclusive as the Raven Dreams update to this story, I recently tried using it again, and now it works fine. I guess the universe doesn't like being accused of breaking something. About six years ago, I was working as an actor, and I was out late doing a show, and up early the next day to do another one. The windscreen wipers on my piece of crap car were out of sync, and would jam together and get stuck so they wouldn't wipe the windscreen, just jiggle together in the middle. On the way back from my show, 
The rain on the motorway was absolutely torrential, and I literally couldn't see a damn thing with my wipers connected in the middle, tugging on each other. So I pulled over. Sick to death of this bloody car, I put my foot on the bonnet and pulled the left wiper out from its base, unconnected it from the right one and tossed it into the bushes, so I had the driver's part of the window screen still being wiped, even though there was absolutely nothing on the left side. I got back about 2am. I lived in a block of flats in London with no parking, so I'd parked about 10 minutes walk down the road. When I got to my car at 8am, I noticed straight away that the left wiper had been replaced, not with another standard windscreen wiper that is made of two blades connected in the middle, but with a very differently shaped single back window wiper. I stared for about five minutes and got in my car and had to go. The small blade on the left was wiping half of the passenger window, enough for me to see out of and the left and right wipers weren't connecting anymore because the left was too short. I still had my back wiper, so it's not like it had been taken from the back and put on the front, but the new one was identical to my back one. No elbow connection where the blade would go, so it definitely was not a front wiper. I also had that confirmed next time I took my car into a garage. I also know for a fact that I ripped it out at the base the night before, because I put my foot on the bonnet and tugged until it popped out of the base. And driving home, there was nothing at all on the left screen. I immediately texted the guy that I was seeing to ask if he was my wiper fairy, and he not only lived an hour away, but knew nothing about it. It still absolutely baffles me to this day. Who, between the hours of 2am and 8am, noticed my car parked on a crappy street in the London suburbs, saw that it didn't have a left wiper as of that very evening, and then replaced it with a back wiper they just happened to have. I've told this story in a comment section of the subreddit, or the high strangeness one, but I didn't go into detail. This happened to my mother, but it involved me as well. It was winter somewhere between 2019 and 2021. I thought that it was last year, but after talking to my mom recently about this, it was definitely more time ago than it seemed. So, this is what happened. It was around 6 to 7 a.m., and I was coming back from a nightclub with two of my friends, and after crossing the river by boat, we went inside the surface subway that was still not running. However, my mother, who has always been very protective, wanted to pick me up from the subway, with her car without telling me that she would. Now, this is what happened according to her. As she was arriving to the subway station, she saw me inside the metro with my friends, so she knew exactly where I was, and who the friend was that was standing on the seat next to me. As she saw me, she quickly went around the station with the car, and parked it to call me to say that she was outside. This took maybe 30 seconds at most. 
what happened next was truly bizarre. When I answered the phone, which took maybe an additional 10 seconds, I was already some eight or nine metro stations ahead of the station that she was in. The same station that I was just in in her reality. To get there from where I was initially, it would take easily 15 to 20 minutes by metro, of course. I remember telling her on the phone where I was, and she became truly shocked and confused. I was still a little drunk, so I didn't give too much importance to it in that moment, but the next day after talking to her about the event, I knew that what happened was something very strange. I know that she wasn't lying, because she knew exactly where I was sitting and who I was sitting next to. We still have no idea how this happened. I've heard similar stories here on Reddit, and there must be something really complex in this existence that we are not aware of, or just can't comprehend. I work with my mom, and we own a little cafe. We have this ongoing joke whenever things get misplaced, that the previous owner has been in and taken them in the night. We don't really believe that. As long as we had the place, everyone that works there has always commented, Oh, I thought I heard someone walk in. But then there isn't anyone there. And sometimes all of us will look up to the front of the shop at the same time, thinking that someone was there when there isn't. This happens at least once a day, but usually multiple times a day. Back to the misplaced item. This is happening a lot at the moment. As in specific knives that are only used for certain tasks, just going missing and then turning up days later on the side. Now, I know things can hide in plain sight, and sometimes you can't see for looking, but this is becoming really, really frequent now. It's not as though we've put them back in the wrong place and then find them. We find them in plain sight, after days of items being missing, and then it reappears in an area that has been heavily used by one of us and been thoroughly cleaned down at the end of the day. So if it was ever there, it would have been put away. It's so odd, but the frequency of this happening is becoming a little frustrating now. One of the ladies that works with us made a comment today that there must be a gremlin working behind her, moving everything. This lady has worked with me for over two years, and she's commenting also. I haven't mentioned anything at all to her, and she works opposite shifts to my mom, so they have not spoken about it. Also, a full panini machine went missing. We got a new one and stored the old one away just in case anything happened to the new one. We had a backup. I'm the only person with keys apart from my mom. But mom wasn't even in the country at the time. It reappeared about three or four months later in exactly the same spot it had been stored in, but yet no one was able to find it for months. My mom thought I had thrown it away and was lying to her. I'm not sure if this is relevant, but since the shop was opened 19 years ago, 
it has had three previous owners, me and my mom being the fourth. Two of the three previous owners have died whilst owning the cafe, and the lady that we bought it off of sold it because she is terminal with cancer. Anyway, any thoughts or ideas on this would be great. Especially ideas to make it stop would be appreciated. Hi, Raven. A little background story. This glitch happened exactly at the moment when it had to happen. To prove to my mom that glitches are real, and that they do happen. But also to prove to myself once again that, when you wish for something with a purpose, it comes true. This follows me all my life. Another interesting thing about glitches, which I have noticed in others too, when I watch videos about glitches, they happen within a short time. It doesn't have to be a rule, of course, and many times it's not. The most interesting thing that led to this glitch was that, this time, I wanted a slightly different glitch, considering that, so far, I'd only had those glitches with things disappearing and magically reappearing, or just disappearing things that were supposed to be in a certain place. I've also had those with duplication as well, and some of loss of time with no memory of what happened during the loss of time. First, I wanted a glitch in which I could see myself, as many people experience in your story. But then I think a little bit and asked myself if I really wanted to. I was afraid that it would be too scary. Then, I just wanted a different glitch but I was imagining glitches with my mom. And here is the glitch. That day, I lost my credit card and was told that the card was found and was waiting for me in a store. I told my daughter that I'd lost the card and that they found it, but not to tell anything to Grandma, my mom, so that Grandma doesn't get angry because I lost hers a month ago and just got a new one. After that, and two hours had passed, I was eating in the kitchen, my daughter was in her room, and Grandma was on the balcony. Suddenly, my mom enters the living room, which is connected to the kitchen, and asks, Did you lose your card again? I laugh and ask her how she knows, believing that my daughter told her because she likes to betray everyone in such situations. And my mom says, Just now, you shouted to her in her room asking if she saw your card. I'm looking at her, and I could not believe that this glitch that has happened to others just happened. Because I knew right away that it was a glitch. Because I didn't say a word when I was eating, and the card wasn't even on my mind. I told my mom that I didn't say anything, and my mom asked me, You're choking with me, right? I started laughing and told her, You see, that's your glitch now. Mom didn't believe it, and another hour later she thought that me and my daughter were joking because, as she said, she could clearly hear me shouting to her in another room, and that my daughter said that she hadn't seen it. What is also very interesting in that whole story, my mom is quite deaf, and the balcony door was closed. There was no way that she would have heard me, even if I shouted, 
and even less heard my daughter from the other room. Which, by the way, is on the other side of the apartment. Hey everyone, I have to share something bizarre that happened to me a while ago, and it's been eating at me ever since. A bit of background about me, I'm a 31-year-old guy living in the southeast side of Norway, and I work as a web developer. My daily routine has been pretty much the same for the past three years. I walk to and from work, usually arriving at the office around 0530 and leaving around 1400 hours. So here's where things get weird. It was a typical early morning walk to work. I was strolling along the roads on the outskirts of my city, plugged into my tunes, and soaking in the serene beauty of the autumn winter night sky. My route is pretty straightforward, a dimly lit road with a sidewalk on each side. I usually stick to the left sidewalk out of habit. Now, I love to gaze at the stars and moon during my walk, especially in the crisp winter air. However, this particular morning took a turn for the strange when my Samsung Galaxy Buds started acting up, losing connection with my phone sporadically. I fiddled with them for a bit, but eventually gave up, attributing the issue to a dead battery. And that's when I noticed it. The air was thick, with a static charge, reminiscent of the atmosphere just before a thunderstorm. Yet the sky was completely clear. I tried to shake it off and continued my walk, but then the hairs on my arms started to stand on end, and an intense ringing assaulted my ears. I thought, maybe I was having a panic attack. They've hit me a few times in the past, so I employed my usual coping techniques. Unfortunately, they were to no avail. In a growing state of alarm, I scanned my surroundings only to realize that, somehow, impossibly, I was now on the right sidewalk. I hadn't crossed the road, I was sure of it. An eerie silence enveloped everything. No wind, no city sounds, just nothing. Even the moon seemed to betray me, showing a phase indicating a week had mysteriously passed. I frantically checked my phone, and it was dead. My watch had also stopped ticking. The distant city lights, which should have been visible, were enveloped in unsettling darkness. Now, I was genuinely freaking out. I closed my eyes, desperately trying to rationalize the impossible events unfolding around me. My heart raced as the static electricity and the ringing returned. Fearfully, I opened my eyes, and I was back on the left side of the road. The static and ringing had ceased, the moon was back to its correct phase, and the distant city lights twinkled reassuringly. My phone and watch were functioning as if nothing had even happened, and apparently, only a few minutes had passed. I sprinted the remaining 2.4 kilometers to work, my mind whirling with the inexplicable occurrence. I didn't share this with anyone until now, but there is one more thing. 
I remembered that my exercise app was running on my phone during the incident. When I checked it upon reaching work, I noticed that the GPS lost track of me precisely at the time of the incident. I can't explain what happened, and maybe the phone's power loss could account for the GPS issue, but still. Has anyone experienced anything like this before? I'm at a loss, and would love to hear your thoughts or similar experiences. Hello everyone. I'm new to this sub, but I think I have an experience that fits here. I would post it in the paranormal sub, but I truly believe this to be a natural phenomena. Therefore, I thought it would fit in with this topic. I've had odd experiences ever since early childhood. I haven't really shared many on here, as many sound flat-out insane, and I don't personally enjoy the rude backlash. However, I mostly visit odd subs anyway, and most of us weirdos are typically open-minded, kind, and respectful. Anyways, all I can say is that our reality is not truly what it seems. Today, I'll share with you my Vortex experience. I was 18 at the time. I was an overall good kid, never drank until college, zero drugs. It was the summer before I started college and I was still living at my parents' home. This experience happened in my bathroom after I got out of the shower. I was standing, covered up with a towel on, in front of the counter vanity mirror brushing my hair. Next thing I know, I hear this whooshing sound, followed by rapid wind as well as felt dust. I look above myself in the mirror and I see what appears to be a miniature tornado, whirling at a speed that I can't explain. It was about two feet tall, maybe a foot across, the widest part attached to the ceiling, and it appeared grayish or black. I was basically a deer in headlights then, as I kind of went in shock, as my mind was trying to figure out what the hell that thing was. I stood back and just looked up at it. I could feel the wind and breeze on my face, particles of dust. I was a curious kid and had already experienced my share of weird, paranormal, etc. So I proceeded to reach my hand up to touch it. As quickly as I did that, my hand literally got slapped down, and I heard this voice screaming in my head saying, Don't do that! It was there for maybe another five seconds, and then gone. I was left absolutely at a loss regarding what had just happened. I couldn't piece together what it was. I wasn't scared. I didn't really have any emotion and was more in awe. I intuitively knew that that would have been very, very bad had I placed my hand in that thing. The voice I heard, the slap that I got, it had saved me. I believe that to be either my higher self, a helpful multi-dimensional being. I'm not religious, so I don't subscribe to guardian angels, but you could classify it as such. Who knows? Maybe it was myself from another timeline helping myself. 
this happened in the summer of 2000. There was less about this topic back then than there is now. I've never experienced one since, and I'm grateful that I did. I truly believe that these things to be some sort of natural phenomena that our science cannot explain. Or science won't explain. Or, just flat out, the science that has been hidden or suppressed from us. In my heart, I believe that Vortex to have been a portal to either a different time period, dimension, world, or alternate reality. Think of the Bermuda Triangle, much smaller scale though. That would be the most basic example that I can think of if you're trying to understand more of what I believe that thing to be. Anyways, I'll likely get ripped to shreds for sharing this as a liar or being delusional. Maybe I am delusional, but definitely not a liar. That was my honest experience. It will forever stay with me, and it has allowed me to continue to ask questions about what our reality actually is. I've never stopped asking questions, as well as seeking the truth, and all you folks should do the same. Thanks so much for reading. If you have any experience or thoughts with this phenomena, personally, I'd love to hear your stories. And happy fall equinox. Oh, and again, I'll share some final details to assist. I was 18, female, no mental illness, zero drugs or alcohol at that age. The location was Madison, Wisconsin, United States. I was, and am, very open to everything paranormal. I've always questioned our system, our reality, our world. The concept of the Matrix may not be so far off. I've always been sensitive. Let's leave it at that. Okay, this is going to sound crazy, because I know how it sounds, but trust me when I say that this felt too real to be part of my imagination. Basically, I watch my little cousin from time to time, and my auntie always leaves the keys for me. Now, this key was different, but I didn't have it in me to question it because I thought my cousin left his keys, and it opened the doors, no problem. There were three keys to it with a lanyard connected, and when I got inside, I put the stuff down and my auntie's key was on the counter. I thought that maybe she forgot them. After telling my auntie this, I tried looking for the keys that I used to open the doors, but they were gone. Literally nowhere in sight, just gone. I know that this sounds crazy. I felt them, saw them, and I used them, but they are nowhere to be found, and everyone else had their keys. So what key did I use? How did I get inside? And where are the keys that I used? I can tell you exactly how they looked, how they felt, but I won't have proof because I don't actually have the keys. They disappeared. It's like I pulled them out of thin air and they disappeared after they served their purpose. I honestly want answers, because now it looks like I'm going crazy when I clearly know what I saw, used, 
touch and know. But how can I explain this? My cousins probably think this is kind of like a scene to a movie, but it felt too real. It was real. And to complete this crazy day, my cousin said something that made it feel like I've lived this day before. What the heck is happening? I'm freaking out. I live just outside of a big city in the UK, and I get the bus all the time from my house to the center of town. There are a few different buses that go to my area, but only two that drop me off right outside of my house, that being the number 12 and the number 13, and occasionally the number 12A as well. I was waiting for a bus to take me home from town the other night, and I saw the number 12 approaching. Excellent, I thought to myself, because it's gone a shorter route than the number 13. So I got on and sat down. Now, I've caught the bus hundreds and hundreds of times, so I know the route blindfolded, and I could tell that we were not driving the way the number 12 usually goes. However, it also wasn't the route the number 13, nor the number 12A goes either. We were driving through a part of town that I don't recognize. I'm freaking out, thinking that I must have seen the wrong number and gotten on the wrong bus. So, I look out the window and try to see what services are listed on the bus stops that we pass. I see number 49, number 23, and number 24. Bollocks, I've definitely gotten on the wrong bus, I think to myself. I shout over to the only other person riding the bus, and ask him what bus this is, and he yells that it's the number 13, which confuses me even more. Sure enough, we eventually end up on the route the number 13 takes, and I get home. When the bus leaves, I look, and it is indeed the number 13. I can't stop thinking about that ride, as it freaks me out how I can't explain what I saw and what happened. I can understand misreading the bus number, even though I distinctly remember thinking about how the 12 was faster than the 13, but the route being wrong, and the signs confirming it, baffles me. It had been years since I'd last had a glitch before this, so my reaction was to laugh to myself. To put it into context, my mother-in-law lives in an alley, which belongs to a group that is joined by a downhill street that hardly anyone goes down. They use it to take their cars out to the main street, and at the exit of that street you turn a corner and there's the hospital. I had to go to the doctor, so I walked down the main street to the street outside where my mother-in-law lives. From afar, I see a man that catches my attention, all in black with glasses and a slightly mousy face. I look at him while I walk. As I said, very few people go down that street and he's not a neighbor. And I see that he makes the same movements in a loop. He leaves the street, looks to the side, approaches the main street almost until he gets onto the road, looks again, and comes back. 
he does this several times since he catches my attention, and when I reach him, he doesn't even look at me. Surprised, I turn the corner, pass the emergency entrance, and arrive at the ramp, where the cars enter towards the hospital. I decide to stop to smoke a cigarette before entering, and then I see him. The same man on the ramp. I remain speechless looking at him, and he makes exactly the same movements he did on the other street. He goes down the ramp, looks, goes out onto the street, looks, and then comes back. I'm shocked. There is no possible way he could have gotten there. There are no shortcuts, no ways to cross. He didn't pass me on either side. I just laughed. The people who arrive are staring at me, but the man doesn't even glance at me. So, I just let him continue with his teleported loop, and I go to my doctor's appointment, still laughing. So, myself, male 38, mom, female 61, and sister, female 21, went on a shopping day trip into Cardiff, the Welsh capital, yesterday. As we were finishing up, I needed to use the toilet. So, I left them outside the shopping center and sat down while I nipped inside quickly. On the way back, I almost bumped into a guy, maybe about 19 or 20 years old. He had a red Coca-Cola top on and was carrying a Starbucks cup. I apologized and proceeded to meet up with my family. About three or so minutes later, we walked maybe a hundred yards, and this is where I got slightly freaked out. As we walked towards the last shop, the same Coca-Cola guy was walking across our path drinking his Starbucks. He turned his head to the right, slightly behind us, and stopped for a second, staring then walked off past us. I looked behind to see what he was staring at, and there was a guy sat on a step. This guy was almost identical to the Coca-Cola guy, hair and face. He was also drinking Starbucks. I stopped to check myself and looked at my sister, who had a puzzled look on her face. I said to her, Did you see... To which she cut in with, They were the same person right? We both looked in the direction of the Coca-Cola guy, and he was gone. It's baffled me. I've read all about time slips and glitches in the UK, even been to Liverpool so many times, taking the time to visit reported locations. As I say, I'm skeptical, but I do find the stories and reports interesting. But this was something else. I can't shake what I saw. I don't know if my mind has exaggerated it or not, but the fact that my sister witnessed the same thing has got me freaked. I've never posted here, so I hope what I put is understandable, and I would love some input on this. Thank you. I recently got myself a pair of Bose headphones, and I loved them right from the first time that I put them on. I use these headphones for my workouts, phone calls, and whenever I just want to chill out. 
So you can imagine how bummed out I was when, three days ago, I couldn't find them. Here's what happened. I remember using the headphones to listen to a podcast while I was working out in the garage. At one point, I took them off and went inside the house to grab a drink. After finishing my workout, I didn't think about the headphones again until later in the day when I went back to the garage. They were nowhere to be found. I spent the next three days searching high and low. My wife and I turned the garage upside down, checking the squat rack multiple times. We even tore through the whole house, but I was pretty sure that I hadn't brought them back inside. I was ready to throw in the towel because I couldn't think of anywhere else to look. But now, let's jump to today. I was working out in the garage again, and as I walked out to the driveway to cool down, something unbelievable happened. At the same time, my daughter, who had been helping us look for the headphones, walked into the garage to grab her soccer ball. Suddenly, she said, Oh, you found them. Confused, I asked, Found what? She then showed me the headphones, and I got a shiver down my spine when I saw them hanging right there on the side of the squat rack. I'd been working out for 45 minutes, and there is no way that I could have missed them. My wife and I had searched that rack over and over. I called my wife into the garage, and she couldn't believe her eyes either. It felt like a prank because the headphones were in such an obvious spot. Even my daughter thought that I found them when she first saw them. She couldn't have been pranking me because I saw her walk into the garage, and she didn't have anything in her hands. She's also not the type to play tricks. All three of us are freaked out because we still cannot explain how they magically reappeared. I'm not totally sure if this belongs here, but I'm not sure where else it fits. 30 plus years ago, when I was still way too young to have it, my mom bought me an amethyst while traveling in Thailand. And a few years ago, she had it set in a necklace and gave it to me for a birthday gift. I wear this necklace every single day, and it has a lot of sentimental value to me. I'm currently fostering a puppy, so my house has been puppy-proofed, including rolling up our area rug so that the floor is easier to clean if he has accidents. This becomes relevant in a minute. So, the other day, I took the foster puppy to the groomer, and he was scared. I was halfway holding him while the groomer did her magic, and the puppy started nibbling on my necklace. I tucked the necklace under my shirt and didn't think anything of it. We got done at the groomer, loaded the puppy into his crate, and went to pick my kids up from school. This was like an hour's worth of driving and a few trips in and out of the car. I got to my kid's school and was adjusting my necklace, and I noticed that the amethyst was gone. I was crushed, because this necklace is so special to me. We looked all over the floor of the school, the pathway out to the parking lot, etc., and nothing. I scoured the inside of the car, the inside of the dog crate, called the groomer to look, and even 
super gross, I know, examined the puppy's droppings to see if he somehow swallowed it in the short time he was nibbling on my necklace. But nothing. It was in my necklace when I left for the groomer and was gone by the time I got home. I basically just gave up on ever finding it. Last night, my niece and nephew came to stay with us, so I was cleaning up the house for their visit. I was steam cleaning the floor and unrolled and vacuumed the area rugs too. The kids came over and had been playing throughout the house, and all three of the dogs have been out and about in the house. It's been sheer chaos, honestly. This morning, I randomly noticed something sparkle on the rug, and there was my amethyst. This rug was rolled up until yesterday and has been vacuumed twice. Kids and dogs have been back and forth all over it since last night. I have literally zero idea of how it could have ended up there. I don't know if this is a glitch in the Matrix, but it is super freaking weird. Hello, Raven. Long-time listener, first-time submitter. I have a story that I believe belongs here. When I was 18 years old and dating my first real boyfriend, he lived in the city while I was in the suburbs. He was staying on a friend's mom's couch while they were saving to get their own place, and some friends and I were coming to pick him up so that we could all attend a local street festival. This was going to be my first time meeting his friends, but my friend who drove us already knew pretty much everyone, so I was going to be the only new face at this gathering. When we arrived, he introduced me to all of his friends and I sat down on the couch next to one of maybe a dozen or so people at the house at the time. The guy I sat next to was the oldest brother of the three guys with whom my then-boyfriend was crashing with. The youngest two brothers, Stephen and Peter, only mildly resembled one another, but this guy definitely looked like Stephen, the brother that my then-boyfriend ended up moving in with. He had a similar face, but with a stronger jawline. He told me that his name was Eric, and we even shook hands. After a few minutes of conversation, those of us going to the festival took off, and I said goodbye to Eric and told him that it was nice to meet him. Skip to several months later, and my boyfriend and Steven had finally moved into their own place. Steven and I are on the couch one day, and he mentions something about his brother. I inquire which one, and a puzzled look comes across his face. He explains that he only has one brother, Peter. It turns out, Every single person in that house that day can be accounted for, except the guy that I not only spoke with, but physically touched and shook hands with. I was shocked and confused, and told Stephen about my encounter, and he said that he believed me because he could tell I was being genuine when I asked. We went over every person that was there that day when my boyfriend got home, and every single person was accounted for. Except for Eric. No one recalls me talking to anyone on the couch, either. Stephen was so bewildered that he even asked his mom if she had miscarried, and she assured him that she did not. 
I'm not sure who or what Eric was, but the only thing I can come up with is that this was either a glitch, or a parallel universe opened up or something. Or he was a ghost. I'm really not sure, but I remember him so vividly. Does anyone out there have any idea of what this could have been? And thank you, Raven. This was my creepy glitch moment. Hi. So, basically, I, 18 male, was babysitting for my cousin's one-year-old daughter two days ago, since I had free time on my hands, and also because their house has a snooker pool, and I wanted to help them out because the parents had to go out of town for some event. So, I called my only two friends to accompany me while they were gone for two days. The first day was fun. We ordered takeout, played on our PlayStation, played some snooker, all whilst the baby was peacefully having the time of her life chewing on her toys and sleeping. It was 8 o'clock when I asked my friend to go get some milk, since we ran out, and I had to feed her before she slept. I changed her pads and I went to the kitchen to wash her bottle feeder because of the residual milk from a few hours ago. My friend returned with the milk, and as I took it to the kitchen, my jaw dropped. There was perfectly warm milk inside the bottle with its cover closed. I yelled for my friend thinking he was playing a prank on me, but he assured me that he wasn't. And I believed him, because, well, he was outside. And I threw away the remainder of the milk whilst he was outside. And I kept the empty bottle on the counter closed. And, also, the pan that I used to warm the milk was clean from the last time I washed it. I was also sure that the last batch of milk from the container was given to her a few hours ago, because I threw away the milk carton. I checked for the empty carton in the bin, and to my surprise, it was there. Empty. I had no idea what to do. I started shivering and my friend asked me to drop the act since he thought I was playing a prank on him. But God knows that I wasn't. I wish. I poured the milk in a glass because no way in hell was I about to give the girl this milk. I pasteurized the new batch, and I gave it to her. Now I was extremely curious, and I was having trouble sleeping, so I got up and went to the kitchen, and I drank the milk from the glass to see if it was... real. It tasted fine except for the fact that there was no Enfamil infant formula in it, which made it even weirder because I wasn't allowed to give her just the milk. I shrugged the event off until today, when I got the worst, let's just say, stomach issue, ever. I don't know what would have happened if I gave her the milk which magically appeared. I don't know what to think of it, but this is one of the most terrifying moments of my life. Me and my friend have kept it as a secret because I'm pretty sure no one would believe us. It's a feeling that I can never explain to somebody. Any theories as to what happened? I was at a Starbucks in Eastern Kentucky in the summer of 2022. 
I had one of those fig bar snacks that come in the blue and pink wrappers that you can buy at Target or Costco. Each package has two fig bars, and I brought just one package. I'm reading for a few moments, and decide to tear open the package, take one of the fig bars out, and eat it. A few minutes later, I take a bite out of the second fig bar that was still in the package, and then I place it back in the wrapper, and set it back on the table to the left of me. About 30 minutes later, I decide to finish the partially eaten fig bar that was still in the package. I reach to the left of me to pick it up from the table, and to the right of me on the table I see another fig bar in its entirety, without anything under it. I was shocked, because for one, I know for a fact that I ate the first fig bar completely, and the second partially eaten one was still in the package. And second, I'm the type of person who never sets food on a surface without something under it, especially not on a public surface that other people use. I simply have no explanation for this. Hi, Raven. I recently started hearing your podcast, and I absolutely love it. Especially the Glitch in the Matrix ones. While listening to them, I was reminded of a crazy coincidence, or Glitch in the Matrix, that happened to me a while back. To start off, there is an old painting in my washroom that has been there since we moved into the house, back around 2015. I never paid much attention to it, as it was always hanging there. We'll circle back to this in a second. So, flash forward to a couple of years ago, I was watching the movie It 2 with my family. The notable parts of the It movies are the kids, the red balloon, and the creepy town. After watching it all, we headed to bed. I went to the washroom to brush my teeth, and I noticed jarring similarities to the painting in the movie. There is a kid reaching for a red balloon which is flying towards the sky, and behind it is a creepy town and a building which looked just like the one from the movie. I was speechless for a second, because all of the notable aspects of the It movie was on this painting, and I never noticed it until now. Weird coincidence, or glitch in the matrix. Whatever it was, it was creepy. I started sewing in 2020. Being a newbie, I thrift as much as I can. Fabric and sewing patterns are dirt cheap at my local thrift shop. As is true for anything at thrift stores, you're at the whim of whatever someone else donates. For those unfamiliar with how sewing patterns work, they come with a blueprint for the garment, plus step-by-step -step instructions on how to put it together. I organize all of my patterns in a canvas bin underneath my desk. So I'm painting my office last month, moving things from one side of the room to the other so that I don't have to clear the whole office out. I push my dresser away from the wall and see that there were sewing instructions covered in dust underneath it. As I go to pick it up, I'm wondering how long it's been there. But then I see the front of it, and I'm instantly flummoxed. 
I've never seen this pattern before. I have never owned this pattern. I'm a nerd and have a spreadsheet of my patterns, and it is not on it. I go through all my physical patterns, and it's not there either. Still perplexed, I put it in my pattern bin because my brain is dumb and my thought process is, what if I need it someday? Fast forward to last week, I'm rummaging around at Value Village looking for patterns that were printed in this millennium, and literally freeze in my tracks. I found the exact same pattern. There are literally thousands of patterns out there. This rack had like 40 of them on it, and this was one of them. Of course I bought it. Before we get too excited, this one had its instructions included, so... Now I have two instruction pamphlets for this pattern. Can anyone explain how this happened? It's strange enough to find this orphaned instruction, but I think it's doubly strange that I found the pattern for it a month later. So that was this week's collection of Glitch in the Matrix stories on the As the Raven Dreams podcast. I hope you enjoyed this collection of glitchy goodness. If you did and would like to listen to more of this, you can always check out the other episodes of the podcast or support the channel further by actually going to my YouTube channel and checking out my videos. Just go to YouTube and search As the Raven Dreams. You can also go to AsTheRavenDreams.com for lots of other good stuff ways to get early access, read stories that I've written, submit your own story, and things like that. All that said, friends, thank you very much for listening. I do hope to see you in two weeks on the next Glitch in the Matrix episode, but until then, sleep well. <laughs>